Welcome to the Morning Sly Show with Super Sly 75. You're listening to OnTheWakeUpRadio.com. Sign up for OTWTube.com, uncensored free speech platform. Shout out to our super producer, Cindy Ashby. All shows are live on TheWakeUpRadio.com. Catch replays on SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, and iHeartRadio, as well as otwtube.com. And now back to your host, Super Sly 75. Hey, hold up, my bad. Give me one moment. My bad, y'all. Tie City's a fool. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> Tie City over there going, <laughs> going stupid. Going stupid on Red Supreme. <laughs> he over there going stupid on Red Supreme. Hey, Sigma. Hey. Well, dude, what's happening? All right, all right. Red Sings of Blues. Okay, okay, B-Boss. Listen, fight night tonight. I ain't going to be here long. I got to go. I got to go watch Tank put the beats on fucking Ryan Garcia. Hey, you know what? That fight should be over by round eight, round nine. Fight ain't going the distance. He get TKO. If Tank starts off slow like he always does, TKO, TKO by eight rounds, eight or nine. But if Tank comes out fast, Fourth or fifth round, he'll get Garcia out of there. You know what I mean? Lobel, what's happening? Evis flies. Okay, what's happening? Yes, Patriots. Well, you, you you must be new here. You must be new here. That's what's up. That's what's up. I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Creative, hey? No, Nick. No, no, listen. I'm not going to jump in anybody's. I'm not going to kick in anybody while they're down. We're going to get to our, my, my commentary, and then we're going to get out of here and go watch this fight. Hold up. PG and Ebo going to be stupid next month like it always is. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The force is still strong. Ah, uh, yeah, I appreciate it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I forgot I had this shirt. It was lost. Then it, then it was found. What, 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 what? <laughs> oh, hey, Nick. So let me tell you how bad it is with the black church. Lord have mercy. You know what? I ain't going to hold y'all. Let's get right to the first clip. Let's get right to the first clip. 
Now, didn't I just talk about yesterday about dealing with abusers in your own family and not worried about what the elites do with children? This shit here. Let's go. And I'd love to tell you about how I became a survivor of being pimped by both of my parents and also how I survived being incested by both. His own damn black parents. His own damn black parents did this. Not evil Harvey Weinstein, not not the unscrupulous Jeffrey Epstein. No, his own black ass parents. And we'll get to how the church is involved in all this. Let's go. I was born in the city of Memphis, Tennessee. I was reared up in a very religious home in that, you know, we couldn't go to the movies. We couldn't dance. My sister couldn't wear pants. Father was an ordained evangelist of this national church that we were a part of, the largest uh, African-American church in a Pentecostal organization. They taught the wives to take whatever they had to take in order to stay married. And my mother believed that she was a, a national mother of the church. She offered her children, me and my sister, to my father to be his sexual slaves. What? This is the stuff you'd expect out of Pentecostals and Mormons out of Utah and, you know, those areas. No, no, no. Nope, nope, nope. Let's go. There were things that we went Except through that just, I could imagine any out. child going through that. My earliest memories around the age of four. He started by coming in and massaging my leg. And then uh -oh. maybe the next time was my leg in my private area. Oh, and no. he uh, wanted to perform on me oh. as a child. He then it went into me perform on him. Oh. And I also uh, went through you know, a situation where I was, you know, he was having prison sex with me very often. Now, if you're, if you're late to class, this is this man's own father. His parents did this to him. His religious parents did this to him. Not the evil white man. No, it was his black ass mama and his black ass daddy. Let's go. My sister uh, went through some of the, some of the same things, but she went through to me. Uh, it's even worse because eventually she had to have several abortions because of this. And Good Lord! Ugh. No, this is not the worst part. Oh no 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 no! This is not the worst part at all. And she also was molested by one of his brothers who also was a minister of the church. Eventually, you know, our mother started having sex with us also. I don't want to hear shit about white people. I don't want to listen. Don't bring me white folk business. Don't bring me white folk business. I don't care what white people do. I don't. I don't care what white people do. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to. I don't. I don't want to hear. It. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't. Oh, we don't do this to our kids, and that's what they do to their kids. No, 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 no. Black folk, the original people, right? Right. The original, in the the original image of the creators. So yeah, the original sin comes from black folk. Come on, man. Let's just, just let's continue. Let's continue.
But you would think a mom would, would intervene and stop this and let's let's get away, let's run. No, she she eventually she wanted she wanted to share. I know she liked to do that when he was not there or well when he went away to someone's house or you know, there were times where he left her. There were times where, you know, they were separated and he was gone. He was at a I don't know, a woman's house or man's house. And there were times where she she wanted molester. So I mean it, it's just I can't find no other way to say it, you know. We went from being sexual slaves at home to going to church and being pimped to pastors. The church itself has well over four five million members worldwide. It's a it's a large church and it breaks down into states and states break down into jurisdictions. Jurisdictions break down in districts and then you have a local church. So you got the pastor, you got the superintendent, you got the bishop. And that's that's pretty much how it's structured. Clearly this man knows what he's talking about. Clearly this man knows what he is talking about. This is not a fluff piece. He knows how. <laughs> wow. Um. Yeah, Red, I got you. I responded to your email, bro. We're good for tomorrow night. Yeah. Lorvel, Lorvel, but this this is Memphis, though. This man's, man's from Memphis. Y'all got to hold this L. Y'all got to hold this baby leg L. And we were, we were pimped to several bishops in the church. Our father, his role was an evangelist. He was licensed as an evangelist. He traveled uh, around. He preached in different churches like every Sunday, every other Sunday, or whoever invited him. So we would travel with him to these churches. He would either offer us to be molested, be sexually abused by the pastor of this church. Oh my God. Oh my God. Let's continue. This is disgusting. This is disgusting. Either before after or during service at some point. It was either one either of us or some of some some were sick enough like sex molest both of us. So we were we were molested, you know, in, in these different places where he went uh to preach, you know. My mother she would go and sing a song and you know, me and my sister we were sent to the, the pastor's office and you know, you know what happens. Like I said it was very it, it was a very critical time, very hard time as a kid. Well, the abuse for me went on from the age of four up until the age of 12 or 13. So you go from, you know, being a, a child that could hardly understand sex, you know, don't know anything about sex. Then you get older, you know, you know exactly what's going on. You know what's going to happen. We had a so-called, yes, a normal life in the sense of going to school every day. We went to public school. That was that was normal in that sense. But the abuse happened you know overnight i can't say that that i would have that i told anyone obviously i i didn't tell a lot of people because who could he tell i mean his own parents were doing this to him where does it where does a child go to if the one place above all you should be able to go to is your parents and once that's been removed or taken away from the child who does the child go to no child would logically think let me call the police you know that's that's dicey like most kids are not thinking to call the cops on their parents right this is horrible horrible you know some people didn't find out about it until i started talking about it about 10 10 or so years ago i didn't think to tell the teacher because we were seen as important anyway we were just two little black kids growing up in a impoverished neighborhood in government apartments you would think as a teacher a teachers could tell something was going on but 
you know, they, they didn't they didn't care. Our voices weren't really heard. Growing up, I remember my room and I remember uh, going to my room and I remember where all the pivot began was there were men standing outside my window <laughs> wanting to get inside my bedroom because Obviously, my father had told them, you can come into this room and you can have uh, sex with my son. You would think that this right here would be traumatic, but I mean, it, it just got worse and worse and worse. I remember feeling numb a lot as a kid. You can get to the point where it's just, it happens so much until you just like are dead. But I remember coming just like, <laughs> I would go to another place, another world when that would happen because it was a world that seemed to be more exciting than one I was than I was allowed to have. Wishing it would be over, just 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 wishing that whatever it was would, would stop. Pimping was introduced to us, me and my sister, I think I was around about six years old. Our mother, she would have what they call fish fries. So she would cook fish, make spaghetti, coleslaw, white bread, and they would invite their preacher friends over and they would uh, feed them and they would send me and my sister on to our rooms and, and send the, the preachers in after us. You know, uh, some of them like women, some of them like little boys, some of them like little girls, and uh, some, some of them like both of Lord have mercy. Lord have mercy. Yeah, please don't send me no more shit about what white people do. I don't care. I don't care about Epstein Island. I don't care. I don't care about satanic pe child pedophile rings. I don't care about that shit. That means nothing to me. Clean up your own house. Uh, did you face your accuser today? Have you faced your accuser today? Have you told your parents somebody touched you? Yes or no. If not, I need y'all to just kindly just shut the fuck up at this point. At this point, just stop. So um, that's what happened, man. It was whatever they wanted, you know, and it was and it, whatever, you know, our mom or dad, like I said, they were trying to pay rent, so they didn't care what they did. <laughs> they just sent them in there after us and and uh, let them, you know, just have whatever, whoever, how long. And it went from the home to different people's homes. And then it went into the church. So, I mean, there was a, it was just so, <laughs> so hard. I mean, it was. It was really, uh, when I look back, it was a really difficult upbringing. It was a very hard upbringing. You know, you could deal with a church and all their rules or whatever the case. But when it's going as far as, you know, your parents are there sexually assaulting you and then you're being assaulted by so many people. I mean, it's just, it was a very hard to remember and very hard to discuss. But it's, it's I'm, I'm glad I made it through it, though. My sister uh, and I leaned on each other a lot. You know, feel like we were the only ones that. Could you imagine trying to date that woman? And no diss to her. But could you imagine trying to date that young lady and with all she went through? Ladies, could you date a guy like this? Now, he seems very well adjusted. He seems like he understands and, and resolved his trauma. But ladies, would you take a chance and date this man? Given everything you just heard him say. He seems very well-mannered and well-adjusted. Would you take a chance in dating these, him or, 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 or his sister? Okay, let's go. They can understand no one else cared or nobody else wanted to know how we were doing. So, you know, I feel like we, uh, I feel like for a long time, 
Like all we had was each other. It stopped around the age of 13 or 14. Bridget ran away from home several times. So I was like, I'm now I'm back bound. Now I'm by myself. Our mother stayed with him. She loved him more than anybody in the world. Unfortunately, I, I mean, my mother lived with me until until she passed in 2004. He passed in the year 2000. So a lot of people ask me, you know, how could you have bought a house and had your mother move in with you and all that? There were so many unanswered questions. So many unanswered questions. They never until the day they died, asked us to forgive either one of them for anything they did. They never said they were sorry. They never said anything. You're still wow. asking and still wondering, like, why did this happen? Why did that happen? Why do we have to go through that? And then eventually it went into, you know, it was what it was. And and then after that, it just kind of, you just tuck it away in a, in a closet somewhere. The hardest thing now is learning to forgive. That's almost been more terrifying than it is. Now that's that, it's that church crap, forgiveness. I, listen, <laughs> I forgive no one. I'm sorry. I leave the forgiveness to God. That's not my job. I'm not into forgiveness. All that forgive and forget. No, that's let God do all that silly nonsense. I don't forgive nobody. This is where that church shit comes in, forgiveness. How, how do you forgive? How does that even sound? You're trying to forgive the very people that created a, a situation for you to be abused in. The very people charged with your safety and security. And they said, no, we're just going to throw you to the wolves because we, that's what we want to do to you. How do you forgive that? How? Why would you want to forgive that? Are you serious? Yeah, I... Well, I guess I'm one of those people that it would, just, it would just have to eat me up inside. I ain't forgiving shit until I get my revenge on you. You haven't gone through it because you have to actually face all of these emotions, face all of these situations. You have to face everything. For me, I have to do exactly what the word of God tells me, and that is to forgive. That has been a nah. very bitter road. I started <laughs> in ministry when I was in the second semester of college. Okay, now the very religion that he was abused in under he went he's still in that he's still in that religion do you understand the vice script that the black church has so you and your sister were abused under a religious system and you're still practicing in that very religion do y'all understand how tight of a vice grip the black church it has on black people listen i don't know which is worse the black church or crack Given all the atrocities in the modern era that black folk have experienced. I don't know which is worse, the black church or the crack era. You understand? They have lingering effects for different reasons. But I don't know which is worse. I don't know which is worse. <laughs> Let's continue. A lot of people, you know, I've talked to over, over the last few years are, you know, like really shocked that I could be be a minister and having been molested by my father who was a minister and so many other ministers you know I don't I don't blame God for it you know I don't go down the road of you know uh, well God is not in control well I I said God is in control because I'm I'm still here it's time for you to find another God respectfully dude it's time for y'all to find another God if you grew up in a in a in a, in a lifestyle and a religion of abuse and abandonment and and oh my god it's time to find another god i'm sorry 
I'm sorry. The Black Church by Country Mile. Yikes. People recognize what crack is. Man, you know what? Sheesh. Okay, let's continue. Let's continue. I'm, I'm here to tell my story. He allowed me to go through that. I allowed my sister to go through that. Um, unfortunately, he he knew that we had some strength in us somewhere in order to live through it. And that today we will be able to tell the story of how we were pimped and how we were uh, molested. You know, you mean to tell me you choose to serve a God that would allow children to go through this? You mean to tell me? I don't know this man. I wish this man love and light and, and all the abundance and whatever. I wish him nothing but good fortune. But you mean to tell me you're going to worship a God that allowed this to happen to you and your sister? It is time for y'all to find another God. Sorry. 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 It's time for y'all to find another God. Period. Point blank. I don't give a fuck what it is at this point. If it's a cow, elephant, trees, the sun. Find some, something else because this ain't cutting it. About our own parents. Why do I share my story? I want to help people. I want to talk and maybe someone can listen and hear me talk they will get some some kind of uh encouragement from that you know no what i get from his story i'm not encouraged i'm disappointed and the psychosis behind you went through all of this and you still choose to serve this religion now this is the ultimate form of stockholm syndrome never mind you you let the parents get away with it but you still choose to serve and worship in this very religion that created this, this life of abuse and torture for you and your sister. I'm not encouraged by his story. Respectfully, I'm not. I'm not. Gotten three degrees. I've gotten a bachelor's degree. I've gotten two master's degrees. Which means nothing, sir. Because you... Oh, my gosh. The black church. The black church. Undefeated undefeated black people come on oh my god horrific story horrific story um okay i'm gonna save the fat therapist for later does anybody care about this the the negroes in mexico does anybody care about this i know i'm late but i'm just curious does anybody care i'm asking for a friend threatening to you in in violence in sexual violence i mean yeah they said all this stuff all that they did mm -hmm. they tried to make us have sex with each other and but we told them we was brothers we and sisters brother and sister and that she was pregnant wait a minute they tried to make you have sex with each other mm -hmm. what did they say to you uh oh uh oh i see something i see i see communication i see communication all right, students, pop quiz. I see a form of communication. I see, I see symbolism. I see a message being sent out across the airwaves. What, what do y'all see? Do, do y'all see the message? Let's see who, who's been, who, who remembers, who remembers. Do you see the message? I'll give you time. To, I'll give y'all time. Don't worry. 
Shout out to Red Season Blue. Thank you for the five dollars super chat. It's never too late to join the Church of Pastafarius and praise our Lord and Savior, the Great Flying Spaghetti Monster. Let's see who's got the answer. Nobody's got the answer. Y'all don't see what I see. Come on. Let me let me let me do this real quick. Let me pull it out for y'all. Don't see what I see. Come on, class. Y'all don't see what I see. Let me let me blow it up for y'all. Do you now? Do you see? Now do you see? Y'all making me look bad right now. If y'all gonna get this easy ass answer correct, what message? Oh my god! Everybody's wrong. All of you. Oh my gosh! No. You guys are all wrong. Hey, okay, aligning. Thank you, aligning. Y'all, come on. This was light work. This was light work. Yeah. <laughs> this was light work. <laughs> Let's continue. They tried to make you have sex with each other. Mm-hmm. What did they say to you? <laughs> they was like, what are y'all? We said brothers and sisters. And they was like, have sex with each other. Like, no, <laughs> these are my brothers. I'm pregnant. That and and that's and that story worked. These you think the cartels would really care if you were pregnant and you, if you guys? Were, oh my God, Lord have mercy. Hey, yes, y'all. Yeah, the cast on his foot. Yeah. 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 Okay, well, I'm not going <laughs> to... Uh, yeah, yeah, right? Okay. Yeah, y'all. Shame on y'all for not getting this. This is easy. This is easy. Shame. Shame, shame, shame. Okay. <laughs> nobody want to nobody wanna see Keisha have sex? <laughs> y'all want to see Keisha have sex? <laughs> y'all want to have Keisha, Keisha have sex? Nobody wants to see Keisha have sex. Wait a minute. Keisha. Threatening to you in, look, look, in violence, in sexual <laughs> violence. I mean. Yeah, they said all that stuff. All that. They did. Mm-hmm. But Keisha don't look like she can throw down in bed. Like Trying to make us have like sex with each other. But they told him we was brothers and sisters. brother and sister and that she was praying. Nobody wants to see Keisha throw down. Well, Keisha got, she got a big rack. You know what I'm saying? I'm sure. Okay, you know what? Nobody wants to see Keisha. Okay, nobody wants to see Keisha. All right, I get it. I get it. I don't want to see Keisha get. <laughs> okay, I get it. Nobody wants to see Keisha have a good time. That's cool. All right. Where do I want to go from here? Let's you know what. Let's just get into this real quick. I knew this was coming down the road. Eventually, they'll get this all resolved. 
eventually, because listen, the labels, this whole AI thing, the labels are undefeated for a reason. Oh, that's not, nah, come on, I'll do this. The labels are undefeated for a reason. Trust me. Just how the labels made YouTube capitulate and pay them royalties when you goofies want to play people's music without paying them monies. The same way the labels made YouTube bow down. This will be no different. Okay. So Universal Music asks streaming services to block AI companies from accessing its songs. Okay. Universal Music Group says it will not hesitate to take steps to protect our rights as they should. In an email sent to Spotify, Apple Music, and other streamers last month, UMG said it had become aware that certain AI services had been trained on copyrighted music without obtaining the required consents from those who own the songs. UMG reminded streamers that they must uh, prohibit uh, such services from using their platforms for those purposes, and it came with an ominous warning. We will not hesitate to take steps to protect our rights and those of our artists. AI platforms are trained to produce new creations by feeding them vast quantities of existing works known as inputs. In the case of AI music platforms, that process involves huge numbers of songs. While AI tools have exploded in popularity in the last six months, voices across the music industry have begun to argue that such training infringes the copyrights of the many artists who created the original works. Now you're starting to understand why rock music hated hip-hop so much. Right? Now you understand, you're starting to understand why old-school artists hated hip-hop so much. It's the same argument. Because, you know, hip-hoppers are like, oh, these old heads are hating. No, because you didn't create anything, to be honest with you. I'm sorry. Yeah, you took a sample and flipped it. But take away the sample, what do you have? Take away the sample, it's a totally different song. All right? So now now you hip-hop heads (laughs) understand why the rockers and and the R&B guys hated your guts so much. And the blues guys hated y'all so much. Now you're in the same boat. Let's continue. While the the issue is legally novel and unresolved, it could be answered in court soon. A group of visual artists has filed a class action over the use of their copyrighted images to train AI platforms, and Getty Images has filed a similar case against AI companies that allegedly scraped its database for training materials. Okay? Okay. In October, the Recording Industry Association of America took a hard stance on the issue, directly warning that AI companies were violating copyrights in mass by using existing music to hone their machines. That use is unauthorized and infringes our members' rights by making unauthorized copies of our members' works. We have a moral and commercial responsibility to our artists to, to work to prevent the unauthorized use of their music and to stop platforms from ingesting content that violates the rights of artists and other creators. We expect our platform partners will, will want to prevent those, their services from being used in ways that harm artists. Okay? It's coming. Once the labels get together, come up with a game plan, start issuing, you know, start trying to take people to court, these companies will fall in line. The labels are undefeated for a reason. And eventually... Either these AI services will be a paid service or whatever works they create 
a cut will go to the labels. Just it's just like how they did YouTube. Just like how they did YouTube. You're not going to be using the, these these labels. Um, you're not going to be using their product without paying the without paying the, the, the fee. You're going to pay the tax. All right, AI be damned. All right. I'm just saying, if I'm a, if you uh, if you uh, if you own content, you you should be taking up this fight too. This should, this concerns you as well. If you're a content creator, a legit content creator, the last thing you want is some some schmo down the street using AI to kind of to take your stuff and, and create something. Stop, stop. Okay, the labels are the last thing standing from a free fall. You better you better back these labels. Because they're the only ones that have the power and the resources and the monies to make the AI companies kind of stand down. Even though eventually the labels will use and, 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 and uh, ingratiate the AIs into the, into the fold, we're not there just yet. So as of right now, the labels, <laughs> the labels have the best intention. You're going to pay that tax, period. All right? It is what it is. <laughs> Yo, I just downloaded, um, here's an app. Here's an app I just used and I, I and I'm going to use it. So the app I just used is called voice lab. It's called voice lab, right? Voice lab. You pay this, they pay the service. You know what? I'll show y'all and you can mimic, you could train it to mimic anybody's voice. This is the shit they use for Leo DiCaprio when he was talking like, Kanye, whatever the case may be, okay? This is the voice cloning service. All right? This is the voice cloning service. It's called it's called Voice uh Voice AI by 11 Labs. Okay? So basically, what you do is you re- you, re- you record your voice and then you give an input and you basically tell it whose voice you want to imitate and it'll spit out whatever you say in that person's voice. It's some scary shit. It has a free trial, but you pay for the service. So here's the service. Um, so for five bucks a month, you get long form speech synthesis, commercial license included. Commercial license included. I told you, as long as they pay the tax, you're going to be all right. 30,000 characters per month included. Create up to 10 custom voices. Access to instant voice cloning. Create random voices using voice design, API access, English language. For 22 bucks a month, you get extra. Let me see what all you get. Long form. You get 100,000 characters per month. Included two hours of generated audio. You get an additional usage-based characters at 30 cents per 1,000 characters. You get 30 custom voices, okay? For 100 bucks a month, you get 500,000 characters per month, 10 hours of generated audio, an additional usage-based character, 24 cents per every 1,000 characters. Create up, up, up to 160 custom voices, okay? And for 330 a month, it's sky's the limit, 2 uh, million characters per month, 18 cents per thousand characters, 660 custom voices. This is the future, y'all. 
This is the future. It's already here. You either catch up or get left behind. Okay. You get, you catch up or you get left behind. I will be using this bad boy. So I ain't gotta be, so I ain't gotta try and imitate, imitate Jay Prince anymore. I'm gonna actually type that shit in and it's gonna come out for you. Whoa. Perfect. Every time. All right. Okay. I'm just saying catch up or get left behind. Yeah. Listen, if you want to be a content creator, you better, you better learn this shit. You better learn all that stream yard. Listen, no diss to nobody that uses stream yard. No diss to y'all. No diss. That stream yard shit about to be up out of here. All that regular schmegular shit that these motherfuckers just push a button and get to run their mouth. About to be out of here. You got to step it up. You got to step it up. If you want people's attention, this is where it's going. Okay. This is where it's going. 11 labs. Okay. Um, let's see. You want to do this? Let's do this. Let's do this. Let's see what they're talking about. Yesterday, I Uh was browsing through my very own Discord server, and my Discord server was a buzz. Everyone was talking about this new AI speech synthesis. People were talking about how it was shockingly good. And well, I just had to try it for myself. So I booted it up yesterday on the website, and yeah, it's really good. So I can't miss the opportunity to talk about it. I really need to talk about this speech synthesis website so not only is the actual AI speech synthesis itself very, very good, but it actually has a few extra features that I want to discuss that make it even better. There's a lot of AI speech websites out there and not much room for competition. This one competes. So viewers, here we are on the main page. This is known as Eleven Labs. Of course, it's going to be linked right down below for you viewers at home. And there actually is a lot of free capability with this website. So let's take a look here at what Eleven Labs different effects we'll click generate here and it will okay. begin to generate it and the generation time by the way is very quick it's maybe 15 seconds max let's take a listen to the so you type it in right you know let's run back let's go back a little bit okay okay, okay. tools so ChatGPT actually generated us some different test sentences this one was pretty funny it's an essay uh, about how much this guy loves bugs so we'll just take this first sentence here and see what 11 labs does again this is default settings and we'll talk about how you can manipulate these settings to get different effects we'll click generate here and it will begin to generate it and the generation time by the way is very quick it's maybe 15 seconds max let's take a listen to the audio bugs have always held a special place in my heart from the moment i first discovered the intricate and fascinating world of insects i was hooked i cannot deny it I am absolutely unapologetically. Wait, let me put it in regular, regular speed. Cause don't sit here and tell me I could tell that was a, uh, that was, a, that wasn't the real voice. Stop. A special place in my heart. From the moment I first discovered the intricate and fascinating world of insects. You never know that was AI. So we can stop that shit right now. So y'all can stop the, uh, I can tell it's AI generated. No, you can't. Just like how they did James Earl Jones. Just how they did. Luke Skywalker at the end of uh, Mandalorian season two, right? With the uh, re-speecher. Everybody uses re-speech in Hollywood. You couldn't tell. So stop that shit right now. You can't tell. I was hooked. I cannot deny it. I am absolutely unapologetically obsessed with bugs. 
See, it's just the way he puts inflection into his voice. And I mean, I'm talking about it like this is an actual guy saying it because that's exactly what it sounds like. There is no denying that that sounds very, very human. It sounds, what it really reminds me of uh, is, I don't know if you guys remember, you know, being in school when they would put the, the CDs in with the, the reading of the books, like the whole class would have their book open and they would be reading something. That's what it sounds like. One of those book narrators from when you were in school. But let's do it, this. Okay, let's do Today this. we're here to find out whether AI voice is truly at the level where it can start to fool people. Yeah. Where's that mother and from using their service? <laughs> yes. Today, we have even more powerful software. If you thought there were ethical issues in that last video, <laughs> pull your socks up. You're about to get into the deep end here, okay? The folks from Alter.ai reached out to us. They make a deep faker for your voice. Rather than putting somebody else's face on your face, you're putting somebody else's voice on your voice. Uh, but it's still your performance that drives it, unlike the okay. stuff we did with Jake. The idea of being able to take your voice and apply it work and start to fool people. So before we even get any further here, we're using Altered Software. Right now, they have packaged it with, I think, like two dozen voices. Two dozen voice actors, which they've hired to give them a two to three hour voice data set. So today we're working with a library of pre-trained voices made from hired voice actors. So they have some really good... I'm gonna okay. pretend to give everybody cameos from their favorite celebrities and iconic movie stars. You know, it's kind of Morgan Freeman-y. Kinda. Kinda, but not exactly. Or Gandalf, depending on which hat I'm wearing. That's pretty good. <laughs> A bear with honey is oh so funny. Yeah, that's spot on Winnie the Pooh. Yeah, now we just need to find someone who's a fan of Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> Jason Statham, let's go, let's go. Anyone? Give, me, give me a Jason Statham reading. Oh, me, oh my. I dropped my fishing chips in the loo again. Do-ka-do-do-do. Time to fish out my fish and chips from the loo. Oh, here they are. A little wet. Jason Statham, but it's still really funny. All right, who talks like that? If you go a little bit lower, you can get Michael Caine. Oh, yeah. Here, just lower the piss and make you Michael Caine. No, give, give, me a new, give me a new Michael Caine recording. Oh, little Batman here, come here. Snuggle into my bosom. Let me wipe your tears with your money. You give me your wallet, era. There we go. This sops up all the tears real nice. How about... Yeah, I better stop playing. Catch up or get left behind. Oops. Catch up or get left behind. This is insane. I'm with it. I'm with it. Oh, wait, wait, Walt Diddy. Thank you for the three of the super chat. Walt Diddy said, what? He said, thank you, Sly. I'm using this. I'm going to be white. What? What? <laughs> he said he gonna be, he gonna be white. <laughs> Yo, yeah, you know what? Merkaba, that's an excellent point. Scammers using AI to take people's voices and then call their family. Um, yeah, they can call their family members and make them a tragic story and ask for money. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. You know what? Yeah, if, if if you can use it to to for good, you can use it for bad. That's crazy. I didn't think about that. Yeah, moms, it's me. I need money. Send it to this account. Okay. 
wire me a thousand dollars in his account. Not knowing any. Yeah, this is crazy, yo. This is crazy. Yeah, yeah. Listen, yeah. I, I hope nobody trying to blow my voice. It ain't. I'm not even that serious. It ain't never that serious. Okay. Use it for evil as we as we should. Yeah. To try to take over the world. What are we gonna do, brain? Well, we do every night. Trying to take over the world. <laughs> All right, and more nonsense. Let us do this. Oh, you know what? Before I let, let's let's do the fat therapist. Let's do the fat therapist. Let's do the fat therapist. And why am I talking about the fat therapist? Listen, once again, y'all can thank me because I'm in social media circles that some of y'all just not even privy to. Some of y'all just not even privy to. Now, this clip has been floating around and this clip can be taken way out of context if you are not a critical thinker. Now, I'm not advocating anything this woman says, I believe is a full-fledged woman. I believe it's a. I believe it's a full fledged woman. Okay. Now, why am I showing the fat therapist? Because the fat therapist is all over the internet. The fat therapist is all over the internet. Um. Let's get into it. What did the fat therapist say to, for me to spark this deep dive into who this person is? Let's go. If we actually grappled with the fact that sex negativity is what causes this type of behavior, then we could create a world where in a, a sex, idyllically sex. Wait, I need y'all to really pay attention to what she's saying. Please put on your thinking caps. Because if you're not a critical thinker, this could go very left for you if you hear this clip. All right, let's go. No, climatic. You you guys have no idea what she's about to say. This is how I know. This is how I know y'all ain't up on up to speed right now. This is how I know y'all not y'all not you, nobody's up to speed right now but me. But me and people like me. Pay attention. I'll play it several times, but pay attention to what she says in this clip. It is crazy. Idyllically sex positive world, someone is able to pay conscious women to come and be drugged so that I can get my kink out. My that ain't the worst of it. Did, did y'all did, did you listen to what she's saying? Critical thinkers only apply. Critical thinkers only apply. Let's continue. My fetish on having sex with unconscious people. There's a consensual way to do that. Once again, I hate that this we only have a clip, but I'll get into who she is. But once again, critical thinkers only. Listen to what she says. Okay? A sex, idyllically sex positive world. Someone is able to pay conscious women to come and be drugged so that I can get my kink out. My, my fetish on having sex with unconscious people. There's a consensual way to do that. She's proposing in a sex positive, a sex idyllic world. In this, in this 
world, I should be able to, we should be able to pay people to be unconscious, to let us get our kink out, whatever we want to do to them. And they're unconscious, but they're consciously agreed to be unconscious to let us do what we want to do to these people. Mm-mm-mm. Mm-mm-mm. Okay. She, her name is, let me find her real quick. Let me find her. Where's she at? Summoner, summoner. Uh, okay, wait, wait, wait. Let me pull it back. Let me find her. This chick is all over the net. She is all over the net. She is the fat sex therapist. Okay. She is, <laughs> she is the next goddamn doctor. Who's the little nasty little lady? The old little nasty lady we used to watch at, at, at night. The little nasty lady. Who's the little nasty lady at night we used to watch, y'all? What's her name? The nice little old. No, it's actually two of them. It was two nasty old women that came on at night. Which one? What were their names? What were their names? Y'all know what I'm talking about. It was two of them. One was more famous than the other. Not no goddamn Jenny Jones, Mac Bone, nigga. What you talking about? You know who I'm talking It was two of them, though. One was Dr. Ruth, and who was the other one? Who was the other old white woman? She came on at night. She had gla- she wore glasses too. Dr. Ruth was the more famous one. Give me the other nasty old white lady. And I mean nasty respectfully because they talked about sex. Who was the other white woman? Macbone, if you if you don't stop trolling my goddamn chat right with this bullshit. <laughs> now nah, we it was Dr. Ruth and the other white woman. Come on, quit playing. Y'all know who I'm talking about. Somebody knows. Was it Dr. Judy? Was that her name? Are you sure that was her? Let me look it up. I'll know if I see her. Dr. Judy. No! I said old white woman. Oh, she was old when we were watching her. She was old to us 20 years ago. Somebody knows this. Big Pontiac. Who was the, who was, who was the other old white woman? That came on at night. She same topics as Dr. Ruth, but she was, uh, but she was not as popular. But she came on at night, late night. She had glasses. No, nope, not no damn doctor. Nope, not somebody. <laughs> if y'all say Ricky Lake one more motherfucking time, I said nasty old white lady. You guys suck. Sue Johnson was a Dr. Sue Johnson. God damn it, you better y'all better be right. I'm gonna kick y'all out my damn chat if you're wrong. Dr. Sue Sue John Johnson. It better be her, god damn it. Hell no! Wrong lady. No. Oh my god, y'all. Lord have mercy. Listen, she was white and she had blonde, like blonde gray hair. Damn it. <laughs> Renzo, thank you for the tuna super chat. The sex therapist is Ricky Lake. 30 years later. <laughs> no. Yeah. See, Cass, I don't know who the fuck I'm talking about. 
It wasn't no damn Sue Johnson. I'm looking right at her. No. It was an older, hell, she's she probably older than Dr. Ruth at the time. Yes, Edmund, thank you. She used to bring toys on. Not no damn Joyce Carruthers. Hell no, hell no. I ain't five, my man. Thank you for the 500 Super Chat. <laughs> A woman told me to, to told me to make that knockout love to her. So after I was done, I hit her in the head with the brick. Does that count? Lord, uh, sir, that's assault. Sir, that's called assault. Well, you say Robin Bird doesn't sound familiar. Not no damn Sally Jess. No, no. Y'all, I swear on everything. She was an, she was an old, old white woman. Not Dr. Ruth. Dr. Ruth was the popular one. This motherfucker said Sika. God damn it. I can't stand y'all. How the fuck y'all trolling me? This nigga says, this nigga says Sarah Jackson. <laughs> y'all some asses right now. Yeah, she brought the sex. Yeah. See? She knows what I'm talking about. I forget her name. I forget her name, y'all. You know what? Let me let's old white women sex therapist. 1990s. If I find out before y'all, this is her. Is this her? No, that's Dr. Ruth. No, 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 no. It was somebody else. It was the other woman. I'll know if I see her. I'll know her if I see her. She was just as old and she wore glasses and she had almost had like a curly fro. Almost had a curly fro. And she, she was really, really graphic and she brought the toys out. I'm scared to go through these damn pictures, y'all. I'm scared. I'm scared to go through these pictures. I'm scared. Y'all, somebody knows what I'm talking about. Like, I don't, I forgot her name. Who is the, oh my God, this is going to bother the fuck out of me. Like, for real, it's going to bother me. Not Dr. No Damn. Not, not, not Dr. Schlesinger. No. Who is this? Is this her? Hope this is not her. Nope. Wrong complexion. Man, this is going to bother the fuck out of me for real. If I don't figure this, who this? No. It was the other white woman. I'm not mixing them up. How y'all going to tell me? I remember watching them, the, the woman. You guys are, you guys couldn't be any more wrong. <laughs> I can't even show you know what? I'm off this shit. What channel did she come? Bro, I couldn't even tell you what channel it was. I couldn't even tell you what channel it was. Oh, my goodness. Uh, I know what I, I okay. 1990s sex therapist. Pists. Yeah, Dr. Ruth was the most popular one, but this other old white woman was just as graphic, if not even more so. Damn it, this is bothering the hell out of me. Damn it. She come on at late at night. Shit. 
Oh, it's not Sue Johnson. Please stop saying Sue Johnson. Judy Kerensky. No, no, no. You know what? The hell with y'all. I remember her face. I remember her face. I remember her face. That's all I remember was her face. Okay, look at the link. Okay, 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 okay. Let me let me pull up the link. If anybody's gonna save my hide in this one, it's gonna be Nick. The hell with the rest of y'all. The hell with the rest of y'all. Is this her? Yes. You've got a question. My concern. Y'all says Sue Johnson. This is Sue Johansson. Yeah, Sue Johansson. Yeah. This lady here. Is more because it's a surgical procedure and there are different things that could happen. And, you know. Y'all was typing Johnson. I'm like, no, Johansson. And, and if it doesn't come out the way he wants. Damn all this. Go ahead. Talk we to have you. a Here Susie on the line. Hi, Susie. Hey, Sue. Hi, you got a question. Uh, yes, but first I'd love like to say that I love your show. I watch it every week. Oh, thank you. I've got it. I'm like everybody else. I think I'm addicted. But anyway, my question uh, is that my boyfriend is pretty well endowed. Yes. Okay. And he loves oral sex. Okay. My problem is I can't seem to go down deep enough for him okay and i was wondering how to to do that you know or go deeper to pleasure him more yeah and actually you know um i've, I've always saying don't think that you have to take the whole penis into your mouth mm -hmm. okay so what you do you start off with kissing licking and sucking and then you you um just take the head of the penis in your mouth. Because you see, you've got teeth, then you've got hard palate, behind that you've got soft palate, and behind that you've got a gag reflex. So if you think you're gonna take that whole thing in your mouth, you're gonna throw up. That's not fun. Right. So just take the head in your mouth, okay? And then you drool. And you allow saliva to flow down the shaft of his penis. Mm -hmm. All right, so it's all lubricated. And then you grip it with your hand and you coordinate head-hand movements. Okay. Okay, now, the other thing that you can do is you go to a good sex store, big sex store, and, and get him a toy. Oh, Valentine's Day, coming up. Hey, this will be a good toy. And it's called the Head Honcho. All right. Okay. This is okay. it. And okay. it is vindication. This is who we grew up watching late at night. Dr. Ruth was like mainstream fluff. Sue Johansson got was in the trenches. Ah, shout out to Nick Taylor, the observer who saved my ass on this one. Because all y'all was wrong. No damn Sue Johnson. I never seen this shit in my life, and I'm 31. That's why Gen X is the best generation ever. This is that's why Gen X is the best generation ever, hands down. 
the hell? <laughs> 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 hey, you never know where the show is going to take you. Ah, shit. Okay. Let's let's get back. Let's get back to my fucking the fat therapist. Cuz that's that's how we got here. So Sue Johansson, not Sue Johnson. This is the OG OG, okay? Sue Johnson, Sue Johansson, you know, this is French. So let's just hear what she got to say. Let, uh, silicone, and it is uh, soft and flexible. It's got an opening in the bottom there, and he just tucks his penis inside <laughs> the opening. That stretches a long way. So if he's big, it'll still fit. <laughs> And then he will be able to masturbate with the head honcho on, and that feels very... Wait, Big Pineapple, you, you, you didn't see this? You never watched this? Yo, she was everywhere. Yo, she was everywhere. Yeah, yo, man, listen, like, we all knew about her. Yeah, this... Man, listen, don't let the oxygen... She, this was well before Oxygen, the channel. Like, she was, I couldn't even tell you what channel, what, what cable channel it was on. But this is old school. This is what, we know, we grew up with HBO Cinemax. Like, she was right there, you know? So, shit. Yeah. <laughs> and, yo, every night. Every night she breaks this shit down like it's nobody, and it's like no big deal to her. She's like, "Oh yeah, you know," I'm just be like, and we just be sitting there like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, let's continue. Very much like oral sexual stimulation. Okay. All right. Okay, I appreciate. So it. we Thanks. solved your Valentine's problem, your gag problem, and your problem pleasuring him. Right, never, so, you know that, that's just wow. it with Valentine's Day coming up. I wanted to do something special for you. There you go, you yeah. got it. Okay, thank you. All right, dear. Okay, this is from 2008. This is from 2008. Could you tell us a little bit about what you're going to talk about and the reason for being here today? Well, I'm here to talk about sex. And uh, what I'd want to do uh, is to be able to fill in the gaps because most of your students would have had basic sex education 101. But there's so many of the controversial issues that the boards of education and won't touch with a 10-foot pole. And parents can't talk about it because it's too personal, it's too private, and parents don't know about it in a lot of instances. So there, but this is what the kids really want to know about. And this is where the kids get into trouble because okay. they don't have the information, so they can't make informed decision. They don't know of the risks of some things, or they have totally unrealistic expectations. For example, this whole idea that a female is going to have a cataclysmic orgasm every time she has sex, totally unrealistic. It's not going to happen. It is just not going to happen. And so uh, we need to understand that so that they don't think there's something wrong with them if it doesn't happen. 
So she's not thinking that there's something wrong with her anatomic. Okay, heads up. Tank just entered the ring 24 minutes ago. 24 minutes ago, Tank entered the ring. This fight is going down now. I'm going to wrap this up. But let's continue. Dr. Sue Johansson. She's not doing it right or she's frigid. And then he's thinking he's a lousy lover or his penis isn't big enough or he ejaculated too fast and he's a failure. So therefore, they can both be devastated because they don't know that, hey, this is totally unrealistic and it's not going to happen. I'm sure you've heard it all. Yes, pretty well. I, I mean, I don't get upset. I don't get embarrassed. Um, nothing can really floor me. Sometimes I get questions that I wasn't expecting um, or a comment that I wasn't expecting. Uh, the one that I got the other night that just absolutely had me floored. The, you know, there's so many myths about the wonders of taking ejaculate into your mouth and okay. all the wonderful things it will do for you. Uh -huh. It'll clear up your complexion. What? It'll give you big boobs. What? It'll eliminate menstrual cramps. Um, you know, all of that kind of thing. The one I heard the other night was that it'll whiten your teeth. <laughs> so, you know, that kind of thing, uh, I have to stop and I just gasp and burst out laughing. What is it about this, this, this completely natural thing? What is, what is it about it that keeps you going and keeps you charged? Yes. Charged is the word, uh, because for me, it's an opportunity that very few people have uh, to do this and to, get, and to be able to talk to kids and be accepted by kids. Okay, I don't, I don't want to be petty, but I'm going to be petty. Where's the black version of this woman at? <clears throat> I, I, I don't want to be petty, but I, I'm going to be petty. Where is the black woman version of this of of, of dr sue johansson where is she at i'm just curious right because this this grandmother can talk to, to you about sex and break it shit break it down and not turn it into uh, uh not turn it into freak me where is the black female version of dr sue johansson <clears throat> nowhere uh, I'll, okay she said carly red i'm gone Carly Red. I, I just saw the tank fight. Yeah, I just saw the re super hit. You know what? Okay, super hair is the closest. Yeah, I guess that would she would be the closest one. Unfortunately, Alexis K. Tyler. Um, she's too raunchy. I love. I listen. I love Alexis K. Tyler, but she's too raunchy. She's too raunchy, too raunchy. And you are and listen, you, you already know when black, with black women are how they're perceived when it comes to sex already. I love Alexis. I love her to death. She's too raunchy. The message, it, it will turn, it, it will turn people off how the message is thrown out there. <clears throat> you know what I'm saying? Sometimes it's all it's, it's about how you say it you know sometimes it's about how you say it there's nothing wrong with alexis it's just i'm sure a lot of too raunchy for 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 the average person per se 
This woman is never raunchy. She's never crazy over explicit. I've watched this woman for years growing up. You know what I'm saying? I, I just I just always wonder where's the black version of, of, of this at? Kids, when you stop and think that I am much, much older, I am older than most of their grandparents. And, um, and I have grandchildren who are older than they are. And, um, but because I'm older, there's an acceptance there. I'm safe. I'm not a threat. Not I'm the not lecturing. Lady. I'm not Lord preaching. I'm not moralizing. I am allowing them to make decisions based on knowledge and information. I provide the information. Now you decide what's right for you. Don't look at me. I'm not going to tell you what's right and wrong. You decide because now you know. And the other thing is that I'm not seen as a sex object. I'm uh -oh. not sexy. I'm not uh -oh. cute. I'm not. And that's her advantage over everybody y'all just mentioned. I know the, the, the Tayomi chick. I know about her. I know about poetess, goddess. I know about um, the other the other chicks on the black women. I know about them. This white woman just broke it down as to why she's more accepted than that. Why I'm more apt to listen to her. She just said, I'm not sexy. I'm, I'm not a sex object. Yeah. Game, set, match. Corey, I'm not flirtatious. I am your grandmother. Game, set, match. All right. Let's get out of here. Let's get out of here. Let's get back to a little fat girl, which I, 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 if I believe she is a woman. Like, I believe she's a woman, woman. Like, all right. So, Sana Lee Rashadwar. Clinical social worker, sex therapist, public speaker. Blah, 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 blah. She's a, yeah, she's a, yeah, she's a, okay, okay, okay. Uh-oh, she based out of, where's she at? Out of Philly. Philly, this is your people's. Come hold this L. Based in Philly, licensed in New Jersey and Pennsylvania. They are a super fat, queer, bisexual, non-binary therapist. Jesus, okay. I'm in the minna. Getting my hair done. I have you on speaker. You have the shop. Oh, hey, everybody in the shop. Uh, what's happening? <laughs> Turn me off. God damn it. I don't want people knowing me like that. <laughs> Yo, so this is this is the fat sex therapist. So once again, she is a super fat, queer, bisexual, non-binary therapist. <sighs> Let's see what she says. Let's see what she says. Okay. Talks gray asexuality, pleasure, and attraction. For, now, from what I understand, from what I gather, she is a woman, a naturally born woman. All right. Uh, let's see. West Philadelphia, the Radical Therapy Center. Uh, and goes under the fat, sex, the fat sex therapist. She ministers to more than 150,000 people from afar, crafting pithy messages and therapeutic videos about fatness, capitalism, sex, and desire, and it's all ever-changing forms. Now, here's these stats. Now, once again, I keep trying to tell y'all the majority of women are bisexual. It's not even up for debate. Don't bother trying to debate me on it. Just don't. 
Don't waste your time because I don't want I won't entertain a debate. Once again, if everybody in Rose Gold Salon can hear me, the majority of women are bisexual. I stand on that. One in five Gen Z adults identifies as lesbian, gay, bisexual, or transgender, according to the Gallup poll. Okay, almost double the percentage of their millennial peers. Now that I, I've got that out the way, what does she say? What does she say? She says, in my work with clients, when, I, when I'll offer language like gray asexual or gray ace or aromatic or demisexual. Now, demisexual is something, something different that basically intelligence turns you on, right? Okay. Ideas about fluid sexuality and expansive gender have existed forever. Pre-white European colonization, queerness was woven into the Hindu mythology I grew up reading. I feel so affirmed and excited to have new language because it expands our shared understanding of the human sexual experience. Okay. Here we go. When I think of gray asexuality, I think of the space between sexual and asexual. It is, it's similar to the word queer, where queer is this vague, big word. You don't really know what that means unless you ask the person using the self-descriptor, and I like that. It can describe any relationship from still wanting to have sex, still wanting to experience romance with partners, to never wanting to experience sex with a partner, but maybe wanting romance. Yeah. Okay, she says, I identify as non-binary, butch, masculine of center, but also I have a pretty expansive experience of gender. For example, I still feel very comfortable being called sister, daughter, granddaughter. I have short hair and often dress in a more masculine of center or even neutral way. Masculine of center. I didn't know these terms. That's new for me. Okay. Okay. She says, uh, but I still sometimes I, uh, but still sometimes I wear dresses and makeup. My experiences of gender are really impacted by growing up as a fat kid because fatness is, in, is inherently queering of gender. I did not know that. I've read articles by writer and activist Hunter Shackelford where they talk about growing up as a young, fat black girl and needing to shop in the boys section because the clothes would fit better and how that experience alone has this queering or expanding effect. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Okay. Yeah. Um. And listen. I don't care about this article. Let's go to this article here. On fighting fat phobia. How I made peace with my fat body and disappointed my parents. Okay. So you don't take accountability of you being fat. You just shame other people into accepting you being fat. So like it's our fault for noticing that you're fat. Uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, I learn something new every day. I learn something new every day. You got to keep up with these people. All right. So here we go. <laughs> I want fat folks of color to see our bodies as essential and necessary in the context of survival. Fat people don't survive. Fat people get, uh, they become targets. And how, how can I say this? Fat people won't survive. They, they, they're, they're in danger because you can feed a bunch of people. 
right? You'd be the meat and stew. Fat people do not survive in times of calamity. You're a target. We'd be cooking your ass. We'd, we'd be looking for a fat person because you can feed four of us for two weeks if we cut you up right. If we cut you up right, salt the rest of you somewhere, we'd be good for two weeks, two to three weeks. So, yeah, you fat folks, you can't defend yourself because you're fat. What are you talking about? Let's continue. I've worked with clients fearful of going grocery shopping because strangers have pulled food out of their carts or made snide, fat-shaming comments about their bodies. I've met with clients who were denied sex and affection by their partners unless they lost weight. That's one of the terms and conditions of, I, I guess, that, that arrangement. You know, it's not like they, they woke up one day and you just woke up and you're 300 pounds and, they, and they're, they, they're denying you. No, I'm sure gradually over time they're like, hey, kind of put on the pounds, right? Let's continue. I had a client who was told by a fertility specialist that it was good she had a miscarriage because her infant would have been fat. Wow. Fat people are also subject to medical fat phobia, the practices of discrimination by healthcare providers based on metrics like body mass index. Moreover, insurance companies can deny people who are fat coverage for medical procedures like in vitro. Yeah, because you have a higher risk of dying. Who all watches 600 pound life? Don't we all watch 600 pound life? And what does the old doctor say? I need you to lose this weight. You're not following my protocol. I can't do the surgery on you unless you lose the weight. I know, doctor, but it's so hard. And I, yeah, yeah. Come on, every episode of, of, of my 600-pound life, what, what is he? What is he? Kyrgyzstan? Is he, is, he, is he Arabic? Whatever, the little old doctor. Hello, how are you doing today? I'm doing fine, doc. Okay, okay, let me go. I'm going over your charts. Yeah, let's get you on the scale. The scale says you gained 30 pounds. Well, doc, I followed your procedure. No, you did not. I gave you specified uh, procedures to do. I told you what to eat and not eat. You didn't follow the procedure. I can't do the surgery on you. You need to lose the weight. I know, Doc. I want to lose the weight, Doc. I can't perform the procedure if you don't lose the weight. I need you to, to take this serious or I have to kick you out of my program. And then the, you know, the confessional comes on. Well, I don't know what happened. And I had a lot of things going on. And the doctor's going to kick me out of his program. I'm just trying to lose the weight because I want to, I need I need the surgery. Every episode of my 600-pound life is the same conversation. It's the same conversation. It's the same conversation. Every time. Every fucking time. Without fail. He comes in, he looks at his chart. I see you didn't lose the weight that I asked you to lose. Well, Doc, you know, I was doing good. <laughs> I was doing so good, Doc. Yeah, well, I told you three months ago, I need you to lose 30 pounds for me. You didn't do it. Instead, you gained 45 pounds. I'll give you another three months to lose the weight or I'll have to remove you from my program. Every episode is the same conversation. The same conversation. I need this program. I need the surgery. I don't want to be kicked out. My life is, I can't, I can't feed myself. I can't bathe myself. And then there's, there's the, the, the skinny person, right? So the uber fat person always has the super skinny person washing them down with a rag, with a towel, lifting their folds up and washing them up in the bed and shit because they can't get the fuck out of the bed. 
And they always gotta blur out the private parts. <laughs> Man. Ah. Wait, how am I living in a glass house? And if there's anybody that can throw bricks, it's me. No, I know. I don't I don't see how I'm living in a glass house. I don't see how I'm living in a glass house. I don't understand that. I, I, I don't see that correlation at all. Listen, if you can show me how fat people, and I mean not fat, but I mean morbidly obese, morbidly, morbidly obese people don't bring value to society. The majority of your health issues, if you go to any insurance company, they'll tell you the majority of the health issues, the cost, inflation, whatever, is morbid obesity. Or it's hypertension, or it's or it's or it's, uh, or it's heart disease from motherfuckers being overweight. What the fuck are you talking about? Okay, what are we talking about? I'm sorry, but the majority of people that have issues are fat people. If you're if you're fat, take it up with. It's not my fault you're fat. It's not my fault. I don't say I take it. I take it back. I don't say fat. Morbidly obese. Okay, let me put fat in a whole other category of itself. Because that can mean a whole bunch of things. No disrespect to anybody that's overweight or whatever the case may be. I mean morbidly obese. I mean like the doctor comes in and says, look, your organs are going to start failing in a couple years if you don't lose this weight. Okay? Like when the doctor comes in with your chart and he doesn't say, hello, how are you? He says, look, you're going to die if you don't do this, this, and this, and this. That's morbidly obese. The doctor comes in and does not shake your hand. Does not, does not ask you how your day is going. How are your children? No. He comes in with the chart already like, yeah, you're going to die. You need to do this. That's bad. All right? Any insurance company will tell you the majority of, of their issues are morbidly obese. Morbidly obese. Now, once again, I'm not taking no type of advice. You take advice from this person here. So I guess I'll be a fat shamer. Wait, wait, wait. Let's do the images. Yeah, I guess I'd be a fat shamer then. Make me a bully. I'm a bully then. Because listen, there's nothing in life you could tell me, sis. Nobody nobody should be listening to you. Nobody. I can hear you breathing right now through my computer screen. I can hear her breathing heavy. You understand? Like I can hear them those those joints and those bones popping. I bet you walk on the outside of your shoes. Yeah, she's so big. She walks on the outside of her shoes. Let's not let's not let's not play these games. Let's not do this. Let's not do this. I don't care what the media outlets say about this woman. I don't care how much she's propped up in front of y'all. I don't care. What value does she bring to herself? See, once again, when I go when I go in on guys like Derek Grace, right? Fat ass Derek Grace, the, the goofy nigga with the light bulb on the tattooed on his forehead. Sly, you a hater. No, I'm not a hater. This man don't like himself. Sir, you're overweight. Killer Mike. Overweight. Morbidly obese. Shut the hell up. What you talking? What are you, what are you saying? You don't have, you have no self-discipline. So how do you expect me to take you serious if you don't take your, your own health serious? Fuck out of here, man. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm, I'm being petty. I'm being petty right now, but... Okay. I'm sorry for that rant, but this woman, it, it, no, 
No, listen, when when it hits the fan and when the apocalypse happens and we're living in a dystopian future, we're looking for you. We're looking for morbidly obese people because guess what? We can eat you for two to three weeks. We're looking to gun you down, strip you, roast you, lambaste you, flambe you, saute you. We'll be eating you. Sorry. Yeah. Cannibalism will be the way. I'm look. I don't want to track down a damn squirrel. I can run this this little fat fucker down, and have him strung up in 20 minutes, gutted and and bled out. I don't want to go hunt for squirrels. Squirrels are squirrels are too hard to, to hunt. I don't want to go looking for no rabbits. Find me some fat person we can run down real quick. <laughs> what, Erica? Thank you for the tuning to my chat. She says, folks won't get on cam for four-hour faceless lot. Lord have mercy. Hey, <laughs> Jada Black, we know why you don't cam up, because you a fatty, too. Listen, go listen to Jada Black. You can hear him breathing in between his words. That's why he don't cam up, because he's a little fat boy himself. Hey. <laughs> Look, Eddie, look, Eddie told y'all he had, he's pre-diabetic and had hypertension. You see a little fat fucker in the gym at all? I'm, yeah, I went there. I'm going there. Come on. Let's go there. Y'all see little Edward, Ed, let me pull it back on me. Hold up. I, I got time. I got time. I got time. Yeah, I'm going there. Because I got time. Hold up, hold up. Let me do this real quick. Wait, 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 wait. Pull it back. Yo. So little Eddie told y'all he had hypertension. He's pre-diabetic. Has has he made a live stream of his little fat ass going to the gym yet? Has little, little Eddie made a live stream showing y'all he <laughs> on a treadmill or something outside walking? <laughs> little fat fuck. You little fat fucking chipmunk faced ass little Soy boy, estrogen ass nigga. Nigga, what's your testosterone count? I want to know Edward Anderson's testosterone count. That shit's like negative 75. Fuck out of here. Why don't y'all have a motherfucking manosphere uh, uh, activity? Uh, what is obstacle course or some shit? Yeah, why don't you, why don't you niggas do a, a manosphere obstacle course and everybody show up to run the, obst the obstacle course? Do like the manosphere American Ninja. Let's do that. Since y'all won't do shit else, you won't you won't push forward into politics, right? <laughs> you won't you won't do anything to to empower men like legislative why let's do a motherfucking manosphere american ninja everybody get your asses out there and, and, and run this fucking this gauntlet get your fat ass out there and run the manosphere gauntlet <laughs> you fucking fat ass i'm going to, i'm moving this to patreon by the way just to be just to be cuz i can but <laughs> Fucking badass, man. It be, it, be, it be these unhealthy motherfuckers talking all the, the, the biggest shit. Like, nigga, you can't run a mile. You can't run half a mile. Can you run a quarter of a mile? 
okay, can you run a tenth of a mile? Knock this nigga out already. He took the fucking knee. Oh, you, I, seventh round. Okay, I was close. I was close. I was close. Round seven. I said it would go down in, in, in either eight or nine. Hit that boy with them body shots. Now, now I will say this for Tank. If Tank, Tank better not try to move up to 147. Like, Tank, stay at 135. There's no way you could literally move up another weight class with the same power and take those bigger shots from the bigger fighters unless you go the Pacquiao route. What's the Pacquiao route? You're going to have to get on, on the juice. That's the only way Pacquiao was able to move up seven to eight weight classes and still knock people out. Unheard of. I like Tank, but Tank is limited. He's five foot three, five foot four, 135 pounds. I was 135 pounds freshman year of college, sophomore year of college. I graduated high school at 103 because I was, you know, on the wrestling team. But for him to, no. He can't move up to he can't move up past 135. He just can't. There's no way. There's no way. He he would get he would get murdered by the bigger fighters. Cause then his punching power wouldn't have no real effect on the bigger fighters. There's no way he can move up to 140, 147. 147, that's who's at 147? Oof. That yeah, that's where that's where the big the boys get big. You know what I'm saying? Like uh yeah, yeah, yeah. Garcia took the body shots and, and took the knee. Okay, my bad. The convo paper was like mid-fast. I'm sorry, my bad. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I, yeah, it's going left, it's going left, it's going left. I'm sorry, I apologize. Um, shit. See, when I was 14, I was one. I'm at, shit, I'm at 165. Like, yo, I got 30 pounds on tank. And we're about the same height, but I got 30 pounds on tank. There's no way. No, bruh. No. My daughter's mini me is 140 and she hits hard. I never tell her that. Right? When she when we play fight, she hits me with a good jab. And I be like, she said, I hurt you, didn't I? I'm like, no, you irritated me. And she's like, no, I hurt you. I'd be like, no, you irritated me. She's like, what's the difference? Big difference. See, yeah, I went from senior year of high school, 103. By the time I was sophomore, 135. And now, yeah, I walk around at 160, 165. I would, I would maul Tank in a fight. I'm sorry. I would maul Tank in a fight. I would smother him because I got 30 pounds on him. I got 30 pounds on Tank. You're not gonna hurt me, bro. You're not gonna hurt. No, you're not gonna hurt me like you would hurt somebody your own size. You just, you just wouldn't stop. Listen, you. This is how you know, like, how much weight matters. Like when you wrestle somebody that's like thirty to forty pounds heavier than you, right? Um, let's see. The last sanctioned fight I had, I was one fifty, and the guy was one eighty. And let me tell you, 30 pounds, it's, you know what I'm saying? He might as well have been 200 pounds. Like, every shot I hit him with didn't phase him. 
every shot he hit me with hurt, hurt bad. You understand? Like that, that's what they have weight classes for a reason. Fuck the dumb shit. They have weight classes for a reason. Okay. I'm, 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 yeah, I'm, I'm getting way, way off, way off, way off. Yeah, you guys sit on them, yeah, and make them exp- breathe and expend that, expend that energy, you know? So, yeah, he, he, he hit him, and <laughs> that, man, that man took the knee. All right, let me wrap this up, because I've been on my, running my mouth for like an hour and a half. Let's see, what, am I missing anything? Am I missing anything? Am I missing anything? Yo, I like this. I want to talk about traditions real quick. Black folk, we have no real traditions. I like this. I like what this dude was saying in his family. Koreans, man. Koreans doing it. I want to go over this real quick. I want to go over this. This is. I think this is very important. This was inspirational to me. All right? Let's go. This was my first real watch, my first serious watch. And this is a Rolex 16200. And this was given to me by my wife's family when we got engaged. There's a tradition in Korean custom that when a couple gets engaged, the family of the wife gives a watch to the son of the other family. And so this watch was the one that I received. And this was back in 1991. Koreans. Koreans out here giving the son-in-law Rolexes, man. And I remember treasuring this piece so much because of what it represented. And at the time, the trend was to get two-tone pieces, hmm. like the, pres- the, the Jubilee bracelets yep. with the two-tone pieces. And I remember I was talking to a friend of mine who said, get something stainless. Mm-hmm. Just get something stainless. It's going to be timeless. That's a good friend. And he was absolutely right. This yeah, was those, my... Those stainless steel rollies, um, oh my God, they, 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 they far outvalue the gold and, and the, uh, the other uh, metals. Like stainless steel watches go for a shitload of money. But the tradition, I like this though. You know what I'm saying? Like, this, this was dope to hear this. You know, the family of the wife had to give the son-in-law a, a, a very nice watch. I like that. I like that. You know what? I may want to do that my damn self with mini-me. I like that tradition. That's dope as hell. You know? But, yeah, if you can get yourself a stainless steel, you're going to pay through the nose for a stainless steel watch these days. You're going to pay through the nose. So... um, <laughs> If you can afford it, by all means, it'll 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 be worth it. But yeah, stainless steel all day. Let's go. Um, where am I missing? Oh, Evil Dead. Lord have mercy. Lord have mercy. Let's get into Evil Dead. Uh, Evil Dead Rise. One couple walked out. Somebody else threw up in the theater. If you like blood and guts and i mean like extreme horror this is your movie holy cow okay so basically like in every evil dead movie somebody finds the book of the dead someone gets to recant the spells i like the little modern twist because the son was a dj and there's an earthquake and this vault it's it was it was a it was a bank turn into a condo of some sort, right? An earthquake happens. The kids discover an underground safety deposit vault. The ne- ne- the, the book of the dead is in there. These three priests tried to uh, the, uh, transcribe it. It went left. Uh, wow. Uh, 
the son. So the, the, the priest recorded it on vinyl. He's a DJ. He plays the vinyl record. And it says the incantation. The mother gets possessed. Holy cow. Kids get killed in this movie. Do you understand? The kids get killed. <laughs> the kids get killed. She had three kids. Bridget gets killed. Bridget got, what happened to Bridget? She got possessed. She was eating glass. She kills her brother, but before the brother could kill her, sets a body on fire in Britain, and they still didn't die. I, this was a good movie. Um, there was an ode to Bruce Campbell, the chainsaw, and right when they had him in the wood chipper, the, the, the creature the, in the wood chipper, she's like, uh, come get some or something. Like, that's what Ash would say, Bruce Campbell. Yikes. In the first 10 minutes, it was a day later. The lady, the girl went out to the lake, and she, her, she, her friend, she wraps her hair and around her and rips her, and she scalps the chick. Holy cow! The first ten minutes, yikes! Uh, um, um, the mother gets possessed and slowly gets turned, in. and then so her sister L has to fight, figure out a way to contain it. She plays the, the other version of the record to know if there's no, you can't contain evil. I mean, you can't destroy evil. You can only contain it for so long. So basically the spirit is out there now. It, it possessed the girl that went to the lake at the end that you saw at the very beginning. So out there and back out in the woods, how the evil dead usually took place out there in the woods, the evil is still out there. Um, the girl was eating glass. Right, and then she tried to tattoo on oh, the mother, the mother. Oh, and then I, so there's this shot through the peephole. The mother's outside. The other residents get killed. She eats the one guy's eyeball out his head. The other little boy, she rips his arms off and throws him against the wall. The old man with the shotgun gets his guts ripped out. Like everybody dies. Damn it, dies in this. The only people left are. The sister and the baby daughter, Cassie. Everybody else in this movie that you see dies, dies horrifically. Do you understand? <laughs> if you're if you're squeamish, do, this is not for you. This is not for you. Um, jeez, man. The mother. What is she, what all happened to her? She got stabbed. Uh, it got hit in the head. Uh, I, the, the, the son got, he got stabbed in the chest, but after she stabbed, she stabs, oh shit, she stabs him in the bicep. I was like, ah, she stabbed him in the bicep twice. I was like, God damn. Uh, who else did I, did I miss anybody? The one boy, his younger brother, after she eats his eyeball out, she spits the eyeball into the mouth of the other boy. So he chokes on the eyeball and you just see the little kid running and he gets thrown to the, to the wall and his arms are ripped off. Like everybody. Yeah. If you, if you, if you, yeah, (laughs) I'm with it. That's evil dead rise. Yeah. I'm with it. Um, shit. 
you know, I'm not a squeamish dude, but even I was like, you know, yes. Th- listen, go see Evil Dead Rise. Literally, when she when she pulls old girl's scalp, <laughs> she had this long black ponytail, and she wrapped. I already knew what she was gonna do when she started wrapping her hands around her head. She choked her right, and she wrapped her hand around her head. I was like, oh, this is gonna this is gonna hurt. And when she ripped that scalp off, I was like, oh god damn it! <laughs> Did you? Yeah, yeah. It was it was dope. It was dope. So um, I guess that's my show for the night. <laughs> That's my show for tonight. Thank you, everybody that came to hang out. Um, I think I will move this this to Patreon. I don't know. It depends. It depends. We'll see. With that being said, love and light. Y'all have a good one. Peace.